Today's episode is brought to you by the Vegas Bear Guys and Tua T Fitness. Shance and Chu are washing their mouths out with soap because the How Dare You podcast contains explicit language. Hello and welcome to the How Dare You podcast. This is, oh boy, the Stop or My Mom Will Shoot edition. (laughs) Man, my name is Michael Schantz from the How Dare You Awards. With me, as always, is the incomparable Lady Chu. Hi, Chu. Hi. (laughs) Uh, I'm excited to talk about this movie. Are you? In the best way. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Well, I'm excited you're excited. I thought you were going to be mad at me. No. What a great little piece of crap. I'm just like, this is, I've had a fun time. Kind of magically. Am I right? Like, it's magical how bad this movie is. But I, I enjoyed watching it. Did you? (laughs) Yeah. Maybe it's just because I have a crush on very young and cute Sylvester Stallone. Well, and he's way different in this movie too. He's not. Yeah. He's like a piece of milk He's toast. Not Rocky or Rambo. No, yeah. All right. Well, okay. Obviously, Stop or My Mom Will Shoot is a 1992 movie directed by Roger Spottiswood, who has done movies such as uh, The Best of Times and Shoot to Kill, The Sixth Day, a Bond movie, uh, Tomorrow Never Dies, Air America, and Turner and Hooch. So there are movies that I really like and movies that are not very good in that list. And so he's just sort of this middle-of-the-road guy. (laughs) Have you seen any of those movies? Have you seen Turner and Hooch? No. Oh, Turner and Hooch is good, Shoe. I mean, I don't know if it's good enough to say, how dare you not have seen that and make it a teachable moment, but... But decent enough. Yeah, but we might have to check it out, you and me. Okay. That's fair. I can do that. Um, I don't think it's, you know, it was not a very popular movie or anything, but I always kind of enjoyed The Best of Times, too, which is a a football movie with Robin Williams and Kurt Russell. Yeah. I don't know that. Kurt Russell. uh, Love him. Right? Gotta love me some Kurt Russell. So listen. All right. Stop or my mom will shoot. This movie took, uh, was you know, came out in 1992, which is a good six years, Chew, before the How Dare You Awards were created. So I don't have any How Dare Yous it was nominated for, but if you were taking a, li- a look at the list of How Dare You Awards, what do you think it should have been nominated for? I mean, we're looking at, you know, it's not a sequel, so not must- most unnecessary sequel. Biggest disappointment? I mean, who was looking forward to this movie is my question. Yeah. Worst title? It's a bad title. Not a good title. It's bad. You know what's the most offensive thing about the title? There's a goddamn exclamation point in it. Yeah, I didn't need that. It's stop or my mom will shoot. So they they have a one word sentence, just stop. And then they start it with or my mom will shoot. Yeah, I didn't need the any sort of punctuation. Which is an actual title, or not a title, an actual line of dialogue 
in the movie. They said the title, Chew. Ah, uh, no. That's a faux pas. Hoofa. Right? Hoofa. Like not good. <laughs> yeah. Ooh, not like. I do not I, like. I couldn't decide That's if a this not like. fit into... <laughs> <laughs> Just so you guys know, Chance hates the title. (laughs) (laughs) Big no-no. Regrettable. I'm telling you. I can't tell if this fit into, like, most formulaic or worst concept. I think it's concept. I think it's most ridiculous concept. Yeah. Because... It is a little formulaic because you have one person who's trying to do a job and one person who's constantly, like, getting in the way sort of thing. Like, we've seen that a, a... before but the fact that it's his mom is weird yeah 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 so for me the most ridiculous it's most ridiculous concept because the crux of this movie is essentially a police officer solving crimes with his mom (laughs) oh like a little sad like at a certain point mom is on the case and that's (laughs) when i go wait what (laughs) what is happening and her dog. Oh, that dog. Always. Fucking that Always dog. Always the dog. All right. Well, you know what I, I lament to have to say about this movie? Hmm. Worldwide, it made a profit. Wow. <laughs> they spent $45 million making this movie, which begs the question, what'd you spend your money on? But <laughs> <laughs> it only made 28.4 in the USA, which is... About 26.4 more than I would have thought. So (laughs) even though it didn't make its money back in the USA, it made way more money than I ever thought it would. But worldwide, it made $70.6 million. Wow. Despite the fact that even Sly Stallone says, this is the worst movie I've ever made. (laughs) I think he's being a little hard on himself. Is it great? No. No. There's no argument there, but I didn't hate him in it. Okay, I'm so glad you just said that. I didn't I was like, oh shit, he's cute. Is well, is that? <laughs> well, no, I mean like his whole life. Was that the bar? <laughs> the, characters, the character was cute. He's cute. Like I didn't hate. There's some cheesy, cheesy this is, dialogue, but I didn't hate all of it. This is a terrible fucking movie. I mean, it's a bad movie, but I think Sylvester Stallone gives a yeoman's effort towards comedy in this movie. He really does. Yeah. I'm not upset. I would watch this again. Do you want to know how this movie... You would watch it again? That's <laughs> I amazing. bet nobody saw that coming because <laughs> Chew hates everything. Yeah. Um. Oh, I'm delighted by your delight. I have no idea why I liked this movie. I thought it would be the other way around. I thought I'd experience a great deal of schadenfreude in your displeasure. <laughs> I, I don't know. I don't know why I liked this so much. Like I ended it. I was like, all right. That's fantastic. It's, it's the perfect length. It's 90 minutes. Oh, yeah. Like That's keep okay it short. With me. Yeah. 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 I like a 90 minute movie. If this was a two hour and 10 minute movie. I'd feel pissed. differently. I'd be real pissed, super yeah. pissed. Yeah. Um. I just, I don't know. I just liked it. <laughs> I can't figure it out. <laughs> I'm so happy. Do you want to know how this movie got made? Uh, I don't know. So, yes, I, I need to know that. 
this movie got made because Arnold Schwarzenegger, who was they're friends now, but at the time there was a real serious rivalry between Stallone and Schwarzenegger. They were really after each other to be the top, sort of the top of the top of the best of the best of the action stars. And so when one started doing comedy, the other started doing comedy and Schwarzenegger was doing it really well. You know what I mean? I mean, he, you know, he has successes in the comedy market. But Schwarzenegger read the script and thought it was terrible. So he faked his interest in it so that Sylvester Stallone would do the movies because Stallone didn't want him to beat him to the punch. So he said, no, I'll do it. And he committed to the movie full on right away. And and Schwarzenegger did that just so Stallone would take it and do a bad movie, (laughs) which I think is kind of fantastic. What a dick. That's so great. Oh, I mean, that's a good move. It's amazing. It's Come very on. Very strategic. <laughs> All right, Arnold. Just a little sneaky sneaks. Oh, fucking dick punch between bodybuilders. <laughs> totally. <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> well, so let me ask you this. Considering how much you liked it, how long is your list of grievances? 16, one six. Okay. And that's pretty fair for me. I base I, I I doubled you up plus one. I went Larry Bird. Wow. I I'm, I have thirty three grievances. <laughs> um, but I had six honorable mentions. Yeah, six positives. I had five. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And one of them we already talked about was I just wrote Stallone's attempt, like a real earnest attempt at comedy. He's He's one of the things, one of the best things in the movie. Oh, yeah. Like his... Like by far. I just wish he had better things to do. But he's like making the most out of a lot of dog shit. (laughs) He's working with what he's got. Yeah, right. Yeah. Um, Yeah, I feel like, you know, some of the, you know, the punchlines and stuff, he delivered them well. Like, I felt like they needed... Some uh, some of them were like dry sense of humor kind of stuff, and he delivered them dry, which I appreciated. Um, yeah, I yeah. think my favorite line in the whole movie is when he discovers. I mean, it's it's infinitely stupid how vapid his mother is, <laughs> and it's supposed to be for the sake of comedy, yeah. and just kind of comes across as like, oh, mom, <laughs> you know, um, like going to buy an Uzi out of the back of a truck. Yeah. But when he she presents the Uzi to him, and she's and he gets mad at her because it's a fucking illegal firearm, mom. <laughs> and she says, "I wanted it to be a surprise." And when he when he looks at her and says, "It is," <laughs> yeah, I put that on there. I think it's great. Me. It's so good. He's like fantastic in that moment. I love it. Yeah. Yeah, when he, she just kept feeding him, and he ate everything under the sun, mm-hmm. and he was telling his partner. When he's telling his partner, right. He's like, oh, I had this and this and this, and his partner's like, what the fuck? How yeah. much? And he just keeps going, <laughs> and then he's like, I. After having bought him a bottle of Pepto-Bismol. <laughs> Pepto, yeah. <laughs> and he's like, oh, you must have been, something like, you must have been famished or whatever. He's like, no, I, I wasn't hungry. My, my mom's visiting. 
<laughs> and I really understood that pain. Oh, really? I really understood. So you yeah. can you can you can relate? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, with grandma. So when okay, grandma. If grandma, grandma comes to visit, Ethan's, are you gaining weight? Is that the deal? Oh, yeah. And then my uh Ethan's dad <laughs> Yeah, I need a nap. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not going on a walk. I can't get out of the house. I need I need to go lay because I can't move. Yeah, I Ethan's struggle to the couch for us, and, and then I fall asleep. Just a, it's just a lot. Stop feeding me. Well, and so that's the thing about this movie is that I think anybody can relate to being sort of oppressed by a parent, right? Like the the weight of a parent upon you. Yeah. So in that way, it's not a, you know, like that's the part, because that in and of itself, this wouldn't be nominated for, say, most ridiculous concept. Right. Because that, that as the concept is fine. It's when they start solving crimes together that <laughs> yeah. you think this guy shouldn't be allowed to be a cop. Like, they're like get get this guy off the force. No, he's letting his mom handle a gun who doesn't know how to handle a gun. And I think we should get into gun safety later on. Oh, big time. Well, <laughs> that's a big and then wow he lets moment. His mom shoot suspects. Right. Why are you letting her do that? It's it's not okay. It's illegal. <laughs> well, since we also know the psychological damage it does to the human mind when you, you know, kill people. <laughs> <laughs> Like you're gonna you're gonna give your own mom nightmares for the rest of her fucking life. <laughs> but I suppose it's all just dressed up as uh she's a tough New Jersey broad, so Yeah. Naturally, of course, she has to kill people. <laughs> and just like delightfully unaware of her surroundings sometimes or how serious the situation actually is. Like mm-hmm. Yeah. Mom, why do you th- I, like, I don't know why she, she thinks so highly of herself and be like, why do you think that this is, this is your area of expertise? Like, <laughs> right. You don't fit here. Yeah. <laughs> but that's kind of a running gag in the movie, too, in which everybody she comes in contact with just starts falling in love with, you know, Tootie. Yeah. Mama Tootie. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot that that's what her name was. <laughs> shit like there's that moment where where he locks her in the car he like handcuffs his mother to inside of his own police car and she gets on the radio yeah dispatch loves her she's like hello hello to the dispatcher he's like this is this is a you know this is a police band you have to get off right now and she's like who is this he's like who is this i this is tootie i'm you know i'm joey's mom and he goes oh hi how are you mrs uh what's what's their last name bomowski yeah i think so oh man yeah, and he's like, "Oh, thank you for the cookies. They were so great." And we're like, "Okay, that's just that's yeah, exactly right. <laughs> that is enough." Oh fuck! But like, okay, so you know, even even in the very first moments when this movie starts with that terrible red screen, you know, like the whole screen is bright red, and I and I thought to myself, "Jesus Christ, what are you doing?" <laughs> And then I go, oh, wait, this is going to become a stop sign, isn't it? And then it becomes a stop sign. And like you see a, a yeah. 
a ten second cartoon of a of a mom with a gun who then shoots directly at the screen. I was like, man, this movie is announcing its its a presence with authority. We're in for a good one. Woo-wee. Well. Did you notice, by the way, I, I think it was funny in that opening scene. So in the opening scene, Sly Stallone as Joey is on a stakeout. And I just think it's funny that he's he keeps complaining about having to wait. He Like he wants on-time criminals. <laughs> yeah. He's upset that the criminals are late. <laughs> I seriously doubt that is a... That punctuality is a priority right. for a criminal. But you know what occurred to me is that they could have made more of that. They could have made that character more buttoned up because of the overbearing mom and how that affected him in his life. Yeah. And that it extends to I need the criminals to be on time, but it never really comes back. You know, it's not a thing. And they could have made that mm-hmm. a more central theme of him and that character. Yeah. And that would have been more interesting to me. Right. As it was, it's just like a lot of throwaway shit. Because he's kind of dumpy. He's kind of like sad poodle. Like he's a, you know, like he's a a basset hound. He's got basset hound face in this movie. He's just sort of (laughs) do-do-do-do-do-do-do. I would say he is a little sad. Yeah. But Stallone is not dumpy. So you take that back (laughs) right fucking now. (laughs) I, I think I meant more in personality as opposed to body. Okay, Chu. He's just sad. Okay, he's had he had to grow up super fucking fast, and he doesn't <laughs> want to be in a fucking relationship. Okay, and what's her face? Gwen and his mom are pushy. Okay, just let him live his life. <laughs> I got major problems with the character of Gwen as she is written. Same. Same. I'm not crazy about her. Like, he could do better. She could... No, I like her, but it's like this conceit in the 80s and 90s of undercutting women, like a woman who... Oh, I see. Who is in charge of the entire office. She's the captain of the police force, and yet she's mostly concerned about her relationship with with a detective and keeping it a secret, and it's not a secret, and... Yeah. She's like the yeah. frantic woman who, who just wants the boyfriend to love her. Yeah. It's a little feel, thin. It's unprofessional. Right. I don't like it. Like the first thing they do is show you that she's unprofessional. <laughs> I'm like. Yeah. Right. Like kind of rude. Rude. Like she's going to pull him aside in front of everybody. And then they think that he's going to get bitched out for the job that he did but really she's just pissed that he hasn't called or done whatever right yeah no that ain't yeah the insecurity writing in the insecurities uh i did not like and she was a little shrill at times yeah and i don't like that either just that's because chu is a no-nonsense kind of lady yeah i don't fuck around (laughs) i don't play games I don't keep tabs on you. I'm a pretty, hey, I'm, I'm a decent spouse. Okay. I mean, I get a little attitude sometimes, but I don't keep tabs on you. So you can just do whatever the fuck you want. I just don't care. I'll call Chu separately and, and I'll, I'll verify. You don't need to. I'll speak for both of us. It's fine. I'm telling the truth. (laughs) You don't need to double check me. Who are you going to believe anyway? 
That's true. Jesus. Did you notice Ving Rames at the beginning? I that's a no. I put Ving Rames exclamation mark. And then you I put Ving Rames it. exclamation mark and then I put wow hair. <laughs> By the way, your husband just sent me a text that says she's lying. Oh my god. <laughs> I won't yell into the microphone. Fuck yeah. But you can shut up. And then he said sometimes. He's out there sitting on the couch, probably. <laughs> now he says, laugh out loud. <laughs> I'm getting real-time updates from your husband. <laughs> this is fun. Fuck yeah. All right. Well, let's take a break. We're just getting started, everyone. We'll stop or my mom will shoot. Uh, surprise, surprise. Chew like this movie a hundred times more than I thought she would. This movie's got problems. Let's, 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 like, come on, Chew. This movie's got a lot of fucking problems. Good problems. And when we come back, we'll start talking about those problems, all right? Okay. Very good, then. <laughs> uh, we'll be back in a minute. Can I ask you a question? Do you like beer? I like beer. It's required by law that you like beer when you're living in San Diego, California, but even I can get confused and dizzied by the amount of choices that you can see at your local beer store. What's a person to do? I'll tell you what you do. You'll watch The Vegas Beer Guys, a live show on Instagram and Facebook, and they will set you right as to what beers you should have in your life or should not have in your life. The Vegas Beer Guys are brought to you by Dan Aker, the beer professional, and Stephen Weiss, self-proclaimed beer novice. They'll drink beers for you and drink beers with you. Go ahead and check out their live shows and they'll tell you which beers you should be having in your fridge. Everybody wants the perfect combination of molten hops in your life. And Dan Aker and Stephen Weiss are the perfect combination of fantastic and wonderful. Check them out on Facebook. Check them out on Instagram. Find them. You're going to watch their show and love their show. They give away free merch during their shows. So go ahead and check out the Vegas Beer Guys. What a great time. And we are back. Chu and I are here discussing the 1992 film Stop or My Mom Will Shoot. So, by the way, update on the Chu family. Your husband sent me a text of a poodle trying to growl and rip the face off of another small dog. And he said, you're the growler, and he's the dog looking away in pure terror. (laughs) (laughs) That's an exaggeration. And I'll just leave it at that. That's that's a little exaggerated. I I have a toot sometimes. It's got sort of an aura of truthiness to it, you know, like uh, George W. Bush style, like feel it in your gut. (laughs) You don't fucking know. (laughs) I've been in your home. I see things. I know things. (laughs) I'm typically on decent behavior when we have guests over. But not all the time. (laughs) Are you telling me you change your behavior when when guests are there? (laughs) You make it more palatable? I don't want to scare them off. Fantastic. (laughs) Yeah. All right, let's get into it, Chew. So, essentially, 
we, we've gotten through the beginning of the movie. We talked about these credits and there's this opening shootout. And then he's at the the precinct and his his boss slash lover is breaking up with him. She's mad at him for not ever sending him flowers. You know, like women get. <laughs> Fucking Jesus. Uh, and the whole time, Stallone keeps calling New Jersey and calling a phone at his mom's house that is not being picked up and relinquishes and has to go pick her up at the airport uh, to to a group of people that have all seen him naked or in his diapers because she's been showing pictures. And so we get Estelle Getty as mom, as Tootie, and then the adventure begins. Uh, yeah, it's not, it's not great. <laughs> it is not great. It's kind of weak, right? It's, yeah, it's weak. Yeah. I guess part of my problem is that they make mom, I mean, Estelle Getty's great. Yeah. Like she's a wonderful actor and she's, she's doing, I think again, like Stallone, I think she's doing the most out of the least. As the script is written, you know, this idea of bringing pineapple, like having two separate suitcases, one filled with cans of pineapple chunks and the other one filled with cleaning products, because in her mind, they won't have them in California. She doesn't get out much, does she? Right. It would have been funnier if she brought two empty suitcases and then had the taxi take her to the store and load up on pineapple chunks and cleaning products. And then, like, if Stallone was like, Mom, why did you – you brought this on the airplane? She's like, don't be ridiculous. I stopped by the store on the way over. (laughs) Yeah. That, to me, is funnier than – Her traveling with it. Yeah. Like, where do you think you're going? The moon? No, you're just going to California. <laughs> Calm down. Right. <laughs> he says, we have pineapple chunks here in California. Yeah. <laughs> she says, it's not the same. They taste the same. How do you know? They taste exactly the same, yeah. Mom. Oh, look who knows so much. <laughs> I mean, it's not the best. <laughs> I mean, we're not going highbrow comedy. No. Ooh, no. man. She she is so overbearing and, like, just picks apart his house the second she walks in. Right. And I can't really pinpoint a moment that I can, like, that I can personally relate to. But I feel like this has happened. I've seen this happen to somebody else or if this has happened to me. Really? To that extent? I don't know. I just... I felt so annoyed and it kind of gave me a little bit anxiety. Uh-huh. Her going into his space and just cleaning everything and nitpicking. I'm like, has this happened to me before? I don't know. I just, I, I had anxiety about the it. The one moment Could in that stop? that I did like, though, is when she goes to the closet and he just says, no. <laughs> <laughs> it's like another good, yeah. funny moment from Stallone where he just. Yeah. I mean, it's the, it's like, you know, it's a, it's a whimper is what it is. <laughs> it's like a whimper of sadness that he's going to be found out for yeah. what was an easy crime to figure out. <laughs> like, I just stuffed everything in the closet to, in an attempt to clean my apartment before mom got here. 
And he just says, no. <laughs> she opens the door and out comes all this shit. Knowing full well she's going to open up that damn door. Right. But then you have this whole bit of bullshit and nonsense. Like, first of all, you see Stallone in his... Underwear? Uh, yeah, like in the tightest underwear, I, sleeping at night. I'm like, I don't need that. I liked it. Of course you did. It was very like a bodybuilder model undies, for sure. Oh, it just I was like, that's not comfortable to sleep in. <laughs> <laughs> I guess it would it would equate to like sleeping in a bra or a sports bra or something. I was worried about whether or not that character could have kids with that like snug shit on his balls. <laughs> 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 poor Gwen poor Gwen's not going to have a kid with this guy if he keeps wearing those tight pants or tight t- tight boxer briefs they're not even boxer briefs they were bikinis yeah that was a speedo yeah like speedo style yeah. unnecessary and then his mom just like helps herself into his bedroom I don't think in that scene but later on in the movie she just helps himself into his room I'm like and points his gun at him Oh, my God. Oh, after she cleans it? Oh, well, when she was cleaning it, she points it at her face. And if there's anybody listening to this that doesn't know shit about gun safety, please go look it up. It's very important. Yeah, the the bullets come out of that end. don't point it at your face. (laughs) And don't hold your finger next to the trigger unless you are sure that you are going to shoot. You just don't walk around with your finger on the trigger. Yeah, it's just like bad comedy mom moment where she's like, oh, this is oily. So she just takes it apart and puts it in soapy water and scrubs all the... (laughs) Completely submerges the gun. (laughs) All right. Well, that's not going to work anymore. That's a dead gun. Fuck. Uh, It's so dumb. But but then the idea of like him just waking up to his mom pointing a gun at him. And he doesn't get mad enough. No, yeah. (laughs) I was like, you're a police officer. She could kill you doing that. She could. Tell her to... She could have killed. Could have killed herself five minutes prior. Right. You tell her to fucking knock that shit off. Jesus. He gets. He spends so much time getting mad at her about the other stuff that sounds like over typical overbearing mom things, but doesn't get mad enough about her for something serious as pointing a gun at herself and her son. Mm-hmm. But that's what I mean. This guy's milk toast. This guy is such a. <laughs> fucking droopy drawers yeah he's a little bit of a pushover yeah <laughs> would you call him milk toast yeah <laughs> <laughs> all right i might use that yeah no one's gonna know what the hell i'm talking about but i might use it <laughs> <laughs> it's a thing okay. it's a thing okay. it's a fucking thing well what else what do you want to talk about um i only had two pages of notes which is not a lot for me i don't feel like usually i feel like i write a novel um what are you writing on because that seems like a lot is it full notebook paper yeah but i do like, like legal pad i do every other line oh, okay so yeah. it's not I'm not writing an essay it's double spaced <laughs> okay yours is not double spaced no, you mine is. Annotations and shit. Jesus. Yeah, I try to keep it on one page, but it is chocked full of fucking shit. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, you know what? One scene I actually really enjoyed is well, they go on this very dangerous car chase, mm-hmm. and somehow he's continuing to let his mom drive. Which right, is a she's the one driving. No, no. 
And then they <laughs> they crash and drive into a huge <clears throat> dumpster, an open dumpster. Yes. And the homeless guy says, there's nothing in right. there. I already yeah. checked. <laughs> <laughs> that was good. I, yelled, I laughed out loud. I do have a note that says, homeless guy, I'll give it to you. Yeah, that was good. That was a good line. I mean, it's not like, you know, we're not setting the world on fire with this comedy no. or the things that we like in it, but. It was a chuckle and I needed that. Yeah, you got me a chuckle. Yeah. But but it's that's the problem with this movie is it's all preceded with, you know, a, a grandmother. Well, I, I mean, his mom, but like, you know, grandmother age type woman yeah. who pulls his police car in front of the building and says, get in. <laughs> <laughs> like running through shit on the sidewalk, putting pedestrians at risk. This is a bad idea. She's not a good driver. No. No. And uh, so, but then they, the funniest part is she's a terrible driver. And yet you, they make you like the, the chase goes on just long enough for you to think, oh my God, she's going to like foil the crime and catch up to these people. Yeah. And she just drives it right into a dumpster truck. <laughs> I don't even know how they got out of there. They were completely, completely submerged in garbage. Yeah. They were in it. Yeah. They were ensconced in that shit. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? That could be a double meaning. Completely submerged in garbage is maybe this movie in a, the best way. But it's a bunch of trash. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, Stallone. Still love you. Um, I mean, look, like, I think this, oh, I'd have to look it up. I, I want to say it was like 6% on Rotten Tomatoes. I mean, this is yeah. one of the most famous miscues in the history of movies. People did not like this movie. Certainly not as much as you seem to. I mean, <laughs> you know, if we're going to compare so-called comedies, this is far and away better than... What was the shitty movie we did last week or the week before? Almost Heroes? Fuck that. Right. <laughs> like you couldn't pay me any amount of money to rewatch this to rewatch that movie. And that was just excruciating. But this I could watch this again. You boldly declared at the beginning of this podcast I'd watch this movie yep. again. Felt good about it. I understand it's yeah. bad. I, I, get I think that. we are delving deeper into your psychosis. I, you know, sometimes I feel like I, like I wouldn't say I have a sophisticated humor. Like I, you can get me to laugh at lowbrow toilet humor, like that. Oh yeah, sure. But um, I don't. Why was this? Why did I like this movie? I don't know. It's just good. <laughs> it's just a good little piece of shit. <clears throat> <laughs> I think you're in the minority. I think so. So, and like, I guess, I mean, like, look, I said, I, I've got like 33 grievances. I, this this thing is not like, like start to finish. It's, it's a grievance extravaganza, but it's for the most part also sort of inoffensively stupid. Okay. Is that yeah. it? There's only a couple of times where I really think, oh, for fuck's sake. I mean, one of them is when 
Stallone. So you have um, the main bad guy who is Roger Rees, who is a wonderful actor. But again, it's just like he was like a guy with nothing to do in this movie. He, you know, he was great on Cheers as uh, Robin, the, the love interest for. He was the love interest for Kirstie Alley. He had a great recurring role, small role on the West Wing. Great actor, but I mean, just given nothing to do in this movie. And when Stallone comes up to his office and says, hey, I want to see that warehouse that burnt down. Yeah. He's like, absolutely. We'll let you go. Get him the keys and anything he else he needs to see the warehouse. And then sends his henchmen with a wrecking ball to try and murder him there. They... You're kind of giving yourself away <laughs> yeah, as the fucking so bad stupid. guy at that point. And he, <laughs> it's so he dumb. to make it an accident, but like you could have gone about that any other way other than a wrecking ball. You know how much time you have from the time that it hits the building and then it swings back and comes in for another hit? They could I run know. away in that time. Like <laughs> It's not a quick and clean kill. You're just dicking Plus, around. Plus, they're inside. Yeah. You can't see where they are. No. You're just going around and be like, are you here? Maybe here? You guys over here? It doesn't work. I'm going to throw the ball through this wall. Hope it hits him. Yeah. Then I'll pull it out and throw it through here. You know, him and his mom's relationship was so overwhelming in a way that I actually forgot about the other side of the story. Like, them trying to get the criminals. Like, I didn't really remember it until you brought it up. Right, because her overbearingness is the real crime. <laughs> it is. God damn it. It's too much. Leave me alone. Fuck. Um, yeah, like the whole, the insurance fraud, like, come on, we've done that before with villains. Like, come on, <laughs> do something different. Oh, also, when there were... Before they, the two of them walked into the villain's office before he lets them mm-hmm. go to the warehouse, Stallone is putting on his tie like he's never done it before ever. And she fusses over <laughs> right. everything about him, but she doesn't mention that. And it is fixed by the time he sees him, so I'm assuming it was addressed. But, like, it was a goddamn mess. And she yeah. doesn't say anything about it. Like, that's the... that's it. He looks like shit. It's like he's trying to choke himself with the tie, and you didn't. It's say the one moment about it. where it'd be appropriate for mom to say, "Get your shit together, son." Yeah. <laughs> Fuck. Nope. And she says nothing. So, what'd you think of this moment where he actually says the title of the movie as a line of dialogue during a shootout? It was. <laughs> it was. <laughs> it was. Defend that, please. I can't. It was cringy. The floor is yours. (laughs) It was cringy, (laughs) to say the least. But he did say it as if he didn't want to say the line. Like, he knew how ridiculous it was. You could hear hear it in his voice. It's like, stop. Or my mom will shoot. Like, he's like, fuck. Yeah, that's That's the thing. It's like, again, he gives the Yeovans effort on the fucking worst choice you could make as a writer. To actually put that line of dialogue in the movie, and 
he does make the most out of a shitty situation. That's what really kind of surprises me about this movie as I was watching it. I mean, I was ready to just tear this movie to ribbons because I remember seeing it so long ago and thinking, wow, fucking garbage. (laughs) And it is, but it's all of that. I wasn't wrong. (laughs) It is that bad. But I don't know, for whatever reason, I was like, ah, good on you, Stallone, for putting in the effort, you know? Solid effort. I would like to think when he was delivering that line that he was thinking about how much he hated Arnold. Right. You son fucking of a bitch. piece of shit. <laughs> he probably didn't want to do this movie at all. <laughs> you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to go ahead and start a business with him, and it's going to be a flawed model, and we're just going to leak money over many, 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 many years for a restaurant that people don't want to go to, and that'll show them. <laughs> <laughs> what restaurant is that? Planet Hollywood. Stop. Yeah, that's what they did together. I had no idea. Really? Wow. Yeah, them and I think Bruce Willis, too. Well, people make mistakes, you know? What are you going to do? <laughs> right. And that's the thing, you know, like Hollywood, look, it's not easy to make a movie. It shouldn't be this hard, but okay. <laughs> you know, <laughs> it should be easier than this, but. You know, let them make their mistakes and just sort of enjoy them. That's what we're here for, Chew. I'm okay with it. (laughs) I'll support him a little bit. (laughs) All right. We're going to take another break. (laughs) We're going to take another break. And when we come back, we will finish with Stop or My Mom Will Shoot. Right after this. Does the coronavirus have you feeling oogie? Have you been sitting on your couch for weeks? Nay, have you been sitting on there for months? Well, it's time for you to get back in shape. Check out To A T Fitness. You can find them on Instagram. You can find them on Facebook. To A T Fitness was started by Tina Bernard. She is ready and raring to go to help you get back into the shape you want to get into. They've got all kinds of classes. They've got outdoor in-person classes. They've got online classes if that's what you prefer. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time to get back in shape. You're going to find a variety of exercises. You're going to have strength training, cardio, weightlifting, even fun five-minute burnouts that will push you to your limits. So get off the couch, get into shape. Go ahead and check out Tua T Fitness. Tina Bernard has got you for all your needs. I know her personally. She's fantastic. You're not going to meet a better person to help you become the new you. Check it out. And we are back. We are here finishing up talking about stop. Or my mom will shoot. Or my mom will shoot you. What did you just tell me you kept thinking it was? Oh, I keep thinking it's stop or my mom will kill you. (laughs) I like the idea of a police officer threatening murder through his own mother. A little bit more than asking somebody to stop. (laughs) Stop or my mom will kill you. It's like stop or my mom will like fire a warning shot 
is kind of how it is right now. <laughs> She'll shoot at you, but but <laughs> yeah. your way is like she's actively seeking to kill you. <laughs> Not only that she's, it's not that she's seeking it out, it's that she'll do it. <laughs> she's going to murder you. She will end she you. She will fucking end your life. So you know. Oh, it's fantastic. So. Oh. Oh. Okay. <laughs> when last we left, we were talking about, like, the biggest ill-conceived attempt at murder. <laughs> In the burned warehouse. Yeah. Which is... Matched by the biggest ill-conceived attempt at saving somebody, which Sly Stallone does at the end of this movie. So, and you have all these kind of secondary, like, I, I thought it was hysterical that Mitchell, the big guy in the movie, yeah, uh, who sold the Uzi to her, mm-hmm. he's worried about his life, and he's a criminal, right? I mean, this guy's selling illegal firearms out of the back of a truck. Yeah. But he decides to go to a cop's apartment. And break in. How he got the address, I don't know. Because he fears for his life. Yeah. I, I would call this a hole. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> a hole here. He fears for his life so much that he does not fear incarceration and losing his freedom. And then he gets hit by a pan twice by fucking mama. Yeah. They made it sound like it was a very heavy pan. But I could tell that didn't look like a heavy pan. I think it was made of rubber. Yeah. Right. But, yeah, true. Come on, Chew. What do you want? You want this actor to actually get hit in the head with a cast iron skillet? No, but just make it look like a cast (laughs) iron skillet. It can be a rubber cast iron skillet, but, you know, like, make it look like it. (laughs) Yeah, but so I have this note that just says, Mitchell goes to the cops? (laughs) The criminal goes to the cops? I mean, clearly he's not a very good criminal. He doesn't know what the hell he's doing. Um, I did not enjoy the... Uh, uh, what am I trying to say? I didn't like when they rekindled their relationship, uh, Stallone and What's-Her-Face. Man, you really don't like Gwen. I like the actress. Joe Beth Williams is great. Star. Here's a fun fact it's about this her. movie. You know, you remember when he, he uh, when she punches him? Yeah. Sylvester Stallone, before the, right before they were going to film that scene, said, go ahead and hit me for real. He's done all the Rocky movies. He's actually taken punches in those movies. He's, you know, talked about, you know, getting in a ring with Roberto Duran and getting hit so hard he just thought he just wanted to die. <laughs> like, But... Because he'd had that experience, he's like, yeah, go ahead. Just just knock me one right in the face. And she's, she's you know, I don't think that's a good idea. <laughs> he goes, no, go ahead. Yeah. And she's like, are you sure? He goes, ah, no, absolutely. I want I want you to do it. So she hauls off and, and just belts him. Do you remember the shocked look on his face of what the fuck just happened? Yeah. That's real. <laughs> wow. That's cool. Because <laughs> she clocked his ass. He wasn't expecting that. And I love that. That's pretty cool, actually. Yeah, I put, I wrote down one of my positive points was the Joe Beth real punch. Yeah. <laughs> Good for her. It's fucking great. Shit. I mean, she got through poltergeist. I feel like she can do anything. <laughs> yeah. Here's a question I have for you. How many 
legitimate crimes do you think mom committed in this movie? Oh, God. Because there's a lot. Well, she... We got illegal firearms? Yeah. No, I don't know. I I don't have an actual number, but it's just a note I took because, I mean, we're talking about the buying of illegal firearms. First of all, before that, trying to buy a a legal firearm illegally. Yeah. When he says you have to have a waiting period, she says, but I want it now. (laughs) (laughs) And therefore, she goes and buys a firearm illegally. Yeah. Then you have the whole thing where she's on the case with her son. That's illegal right there. A civilian, like, yeah. working she, with a police officer, I don't she think is... She withheld information from yeah, the cops. Yeah, withheld information from the cops. Not Also a no-no. That car chase, she must have done at least seven illegal things just in that fucking car chase. Oh, yeah. She's racking up quite the record. She's firing weapons? And then she actually shoots a man at the end. Yep. And, I mean, that shooting, by the way, it was, when you first see it, it looks like she shot him straight through the fucking heart. (laughs) Yeah. But then he falls to the ground and it's in his shoulder. And I was like, oh, I don't know. It looked like you were showing me that guy's dead as a doornail, man. (laughs) Yeah. And that, that revolver. That's a lot of gun for a tiny woman. (laughs) Right. That thing's going to have a kick. And they did show a little bit of that. But I'm like, there's no way that she was going to hit her target with that damn gun. (laughs) I get it. Why didn't they just give her a different gun? I would have believed that. But that, not that one. So what about this last thing that's, and this is the other thing that just drives me nuts about the character Sly Stallone, listen, if you give in to the conceit that an overbearing mom is so overbearing that she's inserting herself into his work life, which is a police officer, but he's he's usually doing everything that he can to keep her at bay. He's locking her in the car, removing the locks. Then she he has to handcuff her to the car. But it's like she always escapes and just shows up. And at the end of the movie, I mean, she, you know, she shows up and 10 seconds later, she's a hostage. (laughs) She really fucks everything up. She fucked up good on that one. And he has to get on like this huge truck and like, you know, it's like Top Gun. It's like we're head to head. We're going straight (laughs) at each other, you know. And. I mean, it had been so long since I'd seen the movie. I, I, you know, these movies are so bad. You don't remember a fucking single frame from them. And I'm like, is he going to crash that fucking truck right into the plane? These are the most reckless. What's with people from New Jersey? They're fucking reckless. (laughs) (laughs) He could have blown everybody up. Yeah. Like, that's so unbelievably dangerous. You're trying to save your mom or are you trying to fucking kill both of you? Because you just had it. Trying to save her or kill her. God. You know, was... if I crash this truck into it, I might kill my mom, but that might not be such a bad thing. <laughs> uh, oh, God, I forgot, like, the very last 
scenes where they're in the airport and he's seeing her off and Gwen's there and they're engaged now, which is like, what the fuck? Okay, sure. <laughs> and then she no- mom notices uh, somebody super shady. She's got an eye now, too. She's got, She's got an, an eye. eye for criminals. She's going to go apply to the Newark Police Department. That's for yeah. sure when she gets home. And then he taxed, he, I did not see this company. I thought it was just going to end with her getting on the plane, but nope. They're like, we're going to squeak one little last bit of drama. <laughs> yeah. Into the <laughs> last frame of the movie. Oh God. In the last line, she's like, I remembered what he did. He killed his mom. Like, what the fuck? Let's break the fourth wall. Look at the fucking camera. <laughs> But you know what's the most egregious thing in that whole scene? What? His shirt. It was bad. What the fuck is that shirt all about? It wasn't cute. I mean, I I just have a note that says, what the fuck is that last shirt? (laughs) I could talk about that shirt for another hour. There was some questionable shit going on in the 90s. Whew, man. Yowzers. I mean, it was like, I wish I took a screenshot of it so I could describe it in detail. Yeah, it was. But it was like a a Hawaiian shirt gone bad. Right? Yeah. Yeah. I hope somebody burned that shirt. I also hope that he didn't pick out that shirt for himself. (laughs) Well, that's so funny you say that because that's the thing that I was worried most about. I was one. I was worried because if a wardrobe person said, "This is what you're gonna wear," I can't imagine that Stallone would say anything other than, "No, fuck that." Right. He's better than that shirt. Whew. Anybody's better than that shirt. But if it was his idea, then that makes more sense, doesn't it? Like, I got this great shirt. I'm gonna wear for the end of the movie. You guys are gonna see. It's gonna be fucking great. <laughs> no, I don't think he did that. You're sure? Uh, no. Or, yeah. Uh, I don't <laughs> you know. You can't be sure. <laughs> I'd like to think, I don't know, maybe he was like, you know what? Fuck this movie. I'm going to have, I'm just going to, I'm going to purposefully shit on this movie at the last second. I'm going to wear this damn shirt. <laughs> I don't know. I don't oh, know. I mean, it's. Uh, <laughs> I mean, it's just so strange. Uh. I wish I, you know, I didn't take a picture of it. And I wish I had because, man, that would have been great to give like a detailed description of how fucked up this shirt is. (laughs) I don't think he picked it out. He's too cool for that. He's too cool for that damn shirt. Somebody, he probably had, like, a couple people convince him that it was good. Like, no, no, it's like, it's a good shirt. Okay, all right, you guys think so. I don't know. I don't trust it one bit, Chew, not one little bit. (laughs) Would you recommend this movie? Oh, that's tough. There is no conceivable reason to recommend this movie to somebody. 
unless you know the audience member. Like, I think you'd have to kind of know the person that might enjoy this shitty of a movie. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. I don't know if I would recommend this movie to anybody except for myself. <laughs> <laughs> I kind I just I love how much you liked this movie. I am so surprised that I'm you like this movie blown this much. Away by my reaction. I don't even know who I am. Cuz my reaction to this movie is kind of like that the the guy towards the beginning of the movie after he gets mom at the airport who's on the ledge of a building and then Stallone comes out. That's right. Yeah. On the side of the building, and then mom's there with the megaphone. She's like, young man, young man, talk to me. And he's like, who the fuck is that? And he's like, that's my mom. <laughs> so there's, the whole joke is, like, this guy sees what a terrible life Stallone has, and he's like, yeah. he's like I'm going to go now. And he goes, yeah, okay. <laughs> and as he's walking down the stairs, the cops are coming up, and they don't arrest him. They're going up to the top of the building, and he's like, man, that guy really needs some help. <laughs> like, yeah. Like, that's how I feel about this movie. I'm that character. I'm like, man, that movie just needs a lot of help. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, maybe this movie just caught me on a good day. Or maybe I had such low expectations because of the last couple movies we did. <laughs> like, I, I mean, we watched Almost Heroes and that was rock bottom. Well, I can only go up from here. <laughs> So maybe this movie is really as bad as everybody says it is, but my perspective, but you, what you really need to do to appreciate this movie is watch Almost Heroes. (laughs) And after that, anything's funny. I can recommend this movie if and only if you've just watched Almost Heroes. (laughs) It comes with a prerequisite. It's a twofer. You have to watch two movies in order to make a decision. Yeah. I'd like to know the people that think you're wrong. Like the people who would flip it. I'd like to meet the person who would flip it, who is like, no, this movie is the piece of shit. But I'll tell you, that Almost Heroes has got something going. Yeah, if that person's listening to this, please comment. We need to have a discussion, a separate discussion. (laughs) And I really need to understand why you feel that way. Because good God. Okay, let me ask you this. Are these two movies, Almost Heroes and Stop or My Mom Will Shoot, are they on equal footing of stupid? No. (laughs) What the fuck? No. Almost Heroes is the most bizarro concept. You're going to pick something which is kind of obscure, like Lewis and Clark... For the most part, yeah, everybody knows who that is. You learn about him in school. But then to pick the per- the nobodies who are trying to beat Lew- uh, Lewis and Clark, I don't get, no, I can't get behind that. That's dumb. So are you saying, would that movie have been better if they made it actually about Lewis and Clark and what we didn't know about them was that they were bumbling and stupid and that they just did this sort of by accident? Yeah. That, that would have been better. something. But you picked, like, uh, they're doing the exact same thing as Lewis and Clark, but it's not about Lewis and Clark. It's about nobody. And it, everything was dumb. <laughs> I, if you've already listened to the Almost Heroes episode, then you already know how I feel about it. So I don't need to go that far into it. 
except that it's stupid. This, this I can get behind for any, any number of reasons. One, because it's not, I, I, just a cop story just is more interesting to me than the nobodies in the 1800s. Than traveling across yeah. this great country. Yeah, Stallone <laughs> is in it. I can get behind that, obviously. Um, I don't know. It was just funnier. All right. Yeah. The, the humor in Stop or My Mom Will Kill You <laughs> was... <laughs> Was less of a stretch. Like they, did, I don't think they tried that hard with the humor. Um, yeah, and then it's just uh, it really tr- it tried way, way, way too hard. Yeah, there are there are serious misses in judgment in the comedy of this movie. Well, in both movies. Yeah. But I appreciated more effort. The efforts more in this right. movie. Yeah, I think it, that's a fair yeah. way to put it. It's also a different type of humor, which I understand. You know, the Almost Heroes was more like slapstick and some toilet humor, mm-hmm. which is fine. They they each have their place in, in sure. movies, but um, this was a little less than that and uh, less exhausting. Let me ask you this. I just thought of a new segment we can do for these movies. Chew, what's the drinking game that should accompany Stop or My Mom Will Shoot? Ooh. Um. This is a surprise, everyone. I have not warned Chu about this. She's shooting from the hip. Um, (laughs) Uh, (laughs) For those of you who can't see, I just did a, I memed a pulling a gun out of my hip. Uh, Not very well. She was fucking high nooning. Yep. Um, I would say anytime uh, Tootie says Mm -hmm. Joey. Oh, man, you would be legally dead at the end of that (laughs) plastered or alcohol poisoning anytime she interferes cleans cooks oh um, anytime she commits a crime commits a crime that would be a good one that's 10 drinks right there at least (laughs) um anytime she mentions gwen how great she is which not that often but she said it enough to where i noticed right um or any time Stallone like rolls his eyes at his mother. It's right. It's a lot. Maybe we should put a poll in. Yeah. We should have people vote. That'd be good. All right. I don't think I have anything left to say on the subject of stop, exclamation point, or my mom will shoot. No ex- no punctuation at the end of that. <laughs> <laughs> it's just grammatically wrong. Oh, it's just like I, I have problems with it. <laughs> Anything else for you, my friend? No. I'm ready, ready to put it to bed. That is it for Stop or My Mom Will Shoot, the 1992 garbage movie that we kind of enjoyed. <laughs> that we don't recommend, but kind of enjoyed. I would recommend it. So you're If you'd seen yourself. Almost Heroes first. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to make Ethan watch it. And and then uh we'll we'll put a poll in. Go ahead and contact us uh you know, find us on Facebook, find us on Twitter and find us on Instagram. Send us an email to the how dare you podcast at gmail.com 
and let me know and let you know what drinking game should accompany Stop or My Mom Will Shoot. For Lady Chu, I am Michael Schantz. We will have another How Dare You Have Made That Movie coming up next week. Say bye, Chu. Bye, everybody. Bye. Bye.